How many of you speak a language other than English? Would you raise your hand, please? So, how many of you uh, understand at least 50 words of another language? Um, out of curiosity, how many of you speak more than two languages? That's great. Um, I'm asking that because I don't know that our numbers are necessarily the same as they are other places, but the idea of being baffled by people who don't speak your language um, I don't think is as common as it might have been at one point. How many of you have enough familiarity with the Hebrew and Christian Testaments that the language and stories of the Bible that I talked about, you knew those before uh, I went into the description of some of them? Okay. Uh, what about the same kind of familiarity with the sacred scriptures and stories of another religious tradition? whole lot fewer of us and I don't know I don't know if those numbers are typical either I would guess probably not um, so how many of you think the percentages of those here who have identified themselves in the aforementioned groups loosely equate to the general public okay um, so I'm not alone <laughs> Personally, I'd have to think in some churches, temples, synagogues, mosques in this city, the percentage uh, would be almost 100% of some of those categories. I actually have no idea of when cross-language cross language or cross-cultural fluency first became in any way uh, commonplace. I imagine that the utter inability to communicate across language differences isn't as widespread uh, or wasn't as widespread and prohibitively crippling as it may have been. No, it isn't now as it may have been. As is always true, we have great chasms yet to span, but uh, the, in, the identifiable progress is ample to keep us acting with great hope, I think. Um, though in innumerable ways, people across the world are often still choose to underscore and cling to the differences and incompatibilities. Though across every land and nation, across this nation, across this state, in the city, Untold numbers of people choose to defend and inflame the things that distinguish one group from another rather than celebrating our variety and diversity of gifts um, 
There are many, many people and peoples. Excuse me. who are actively involved in bridging and navigating even those, you know, uh, and abolishing those chasms. This side of the Tower of Babel, now I I didn't mention during the uh, Meg Barnhouse story that Joseph, I think, represents the biblical version of the first indication that people could think in an abstract way. Because Joseph got to his uh, status under the Pharaoh for being able to translate dreams. So in the biblical narrative, that was a big deal. And if we're looking at cultures uh, other than whatever one we grew up in, and we think of the stories in those other cultures as myths. In order to bridge those gaps and chasms, we have to be able to understand the significance those myths and stories have in those cultures and respectfully deal with them. No matter what our story is now, we know we don't have all the answers. We're a long way from that. Anyway, this side of the the Tower of Babel, the differences between languages that are most confounding to me, the, the difference between the languages, the differences that are most confounding to me, are the silences that spring from failure to use one's voice. to use one's hand and hard-earned voice on behalf of all the peoples and values that one professes. There are a lot of people in this church that are in professions that serve other people. There are a lot of people in this church and in the community, and um, not just at All Souls, who care about the running of this government and are involved. There are a lot of people who do what they can to bridge a number of those chasms. But today, as I said earlier, is our last Sunday of this year in which we focus specifically on the fifth principle among the purposes, uh, principles and purposes of the Unitarian Universalist Association of Congregations. And again, it reads, we covenant to affirm and promote the right of conscience and the use of the democratic process within our congregations and in society at large. The idea that 50% of this country don't vote is just kind of mind-boggling. Claudia, the woman who's running the sound, was talking about that yesterday. As we move from the Tower of Babel towards the values that we aspire, 
as we make progress towards bridging some of those chasms. If we don't engage in forwarding our voice, we're not doing what we can. As the last Sunday of that church season, I would like to speak now to beg you to participate in the runoff election on November 21st. It's the day before our All Souls Thanksgiving service and feast. It's on November 21st. Our feast is on the 22nd. It would be so nice if we all felt celebratory. My sense is that this is the season in which we should feel the pride of our nation and elevate patriotism when it can actually do something to affect change in our nation, not just uh, recognize and memorialize things that have happened before. I mean, it's great to honor those, but if you have a sense of ownership and pride in this country, now is the time to put that into action. Okay?